There is no duality in non-duality. Welcome to the Urban Guru Cafe. This is the third program in the Pointer series examining Bob Adamson's pointer that the answer is not in the mind. Full stop, pause a thought, and what is wrong with right now if you don't think about it, he tells us. Let's listen to Gilbert Schultz's introduction to this pertinent pointer. The nature of language is dualistic. So every time we open our mouths, we're creating concepts. And when you're talking about non-duality, you're talking about something that's not a concept. It's something that contains everything. So as soon as you start particularising, you're dividing that oneness into multiplicity. And then the imagination or the expectation is that if I get all these multiple bits together in the right pattern, then they will reflect perfectly that oneness. And I'll have it. Mm. I've got it. But that's delusion. There's an entity that's lost in the content. Nothing's really being seen. It's all so-called identified consciousness. But that's just a story as well. So in essence, what we have to do is come back to the immediacy. And of course, that's dualistic concept. You know, who's coming back to the immediacy? You can't get out of the immediacy. Mm. Given that you can only speak dualistically, when you come back to the immediacy, the mind content is seen for what it is. And the realisation is, ah, I am the seeing. I'm not this content. And that's a so-called moment of pure seeing, as it were. Your true identity reveals itself without being something. It's not actually anything because it's empty. And so that's why, you know, this thing that Bob talks about, the only way out of the mind is full stop. In that full stop, whatever the mind is doing stops. And then there's a clear space of knowing. I call it a clear space of knowing, which is always there, but it's more clearly obvious that... That's what you that's, are. Yeah. And so you see that whatever I thought I was a moment ago has gone. Whatever my mind was seemingly engaged in is gone. It's disappeared. But right here, right now... There's a clarity, there's an emptiness. You know, it's what the Buddhists call awakened mind. But that's another concept, awakened mind, non-awakened mind. Everything has its opposite. So when it comes to that full stop, when thought ceases, there's nothing you can say about it without engaging the mind and its memories and labels and stuff. And, of course, as soon as you dump all that stuff which is old, it's all stuff that's been learned in a quiet mind. As soon as you dump that on this immediate, clear and empty presence, then there's a seeming obscuration of that clarity. But actually, that doesn't matter either, because it's as though you have to stabilise yourself or establish yourself as that emptiness, which is just a concept. But realise that that's what you are. And then it doesn't matter what the mind does, you know, whether there's a lot of chatter going on or whether there's silence or whatever, it doesn't matter because you're not that. You are the knowing and that knowing is not conditional, it's not negotiable.
Let's hear Bob pointing out that the answer cannot be found in the mind. So if you say that clearly, is it that, because um, I've, you know, momentarily experienced what I think he's talked about. Then of course, we, yeah. You know, Everyone knows. Yeah, and then um, it seems like it's all gone again, but um, it's funny, the more, like I came in here today and I was, and I still feel like, I'd like to say good, but it's good. Free from the bondage of self, if you like. Mm. But the more I go into it and try and think about it and get my head around certain bits of, oh, it just confuses me. Forget it. Don't worry about it. Mm. Can't figure it out in your mind. So I somehow think it's quite healthy to come to stages like this to realise. You know, I try to get my head around it, and I just, you know, just let it be. I can't find the answer. It's too complicated, and another issue comes up, another concept comes up. Until you're ready and you just you just drop the lot. <coughs> and I think that's when it all happens. When you get so frustrated and so tired of more concepts and more ideas and more thoughts, then you can just And you recognise it re- recognise a concept as a concept and just let go of it. And let it go. Yeah. Because you know you're not a concept. Yeah. And it can't possibly be a concept. The great perfection is non-conceptual awareness we've had to run a story and the story is all conceptual we're looking for the answer in the mind through a story but the nature of the mind being dualism which, no matter how far you go in the mind, it will keep dividing. It's being dualism to continually divide. <coughs> so no matter how far you go in the mind, it will continue to divide. You divide again and again and again. That's why we say you'll never find the answer in the mind. And dualism can never grasp non-duality. Now there's only one way out of the mind. Whichever way you go in the mind will be in the mind. Whether it's north, south, east, or west, up or down, behind or forward, high or low. Or conceptual. The only way out of the mind is full stop. Pause the thought right now, which can be done. And what's there? Have you stopped seeing? That thought, pause thought, have you stopped hearing? All that's happening is conceptualization. It stops being it was only for a brief instant. But in that brief instant, you can recognize the life essence going on. The seeing, the hearing, the functioning is still happening. You don't fall apart. You don't disappear without that thought. We've attributed everything to that thinking. So much so that we believe it is the power itself. As I pointed out, it's got no power. This thing we've been in bondage to is a fiction. And also when you realise that you never find an answer to it in the mind, what happens without trying to do anything that sense of looking there sort of drops away and when that drops away well the energy of belief not going into all this thinking that energy is there to be utilised in the moment it makes a big difference it's incredibly freeing 
thought and believed and we're going to work it out sooner or later in the morning. And that constant struggle, that constant dissipation of energy is happening. And so, no matter how hard we look there, we we'll never find the answer because the mind can't contain it. The mind being a thing can't grasp or contain anything. So what's the point of looking? Full stop. Like the questioner and the question. When the questioner, you see that the questioner is the question itself. There's no question, there's no question, it's full stop. Well, there's, there's a logic that comes in that says that if I don't think about it, then something might happen. It's that fear thing, you know, that starts thinking perhaps in, in the first instance, you know, where you think if you think about, I know you say that the answers aren't in the mind, but if you think about something long enough, maybe you'll arrive at a solution. Well, have you? No. <laughs> well, how long are you going to think about something until it dawns on you? Maybe the answer's not there. Yeah. Not thinking, do you fall apart? No. Why? Well, it's not my thoughts holding me together. Right. So, if it's not your thoughts holding you together, that means that there's something there prior to your thought. Yeah. You said you got to get prior to thought. Yeah. Well, relax in that. Don't try and nut it out with the mind because you'll never grasp it with the mind. It is no thing, this is where the mind walks in, it is no thing that you can grasp or conceptualise. And the more the mind can do, all thought can do, is make a concept or an image or something like that or a label, it can't, it can't even you know, understand or grasp that. So I can contemplate what is there in me that's prior to thought. Or not even in me, just what is there. What is there, yeah. Prior to thought. And then, just if I ask you what's wrong with right now if you're not thinking about it, you've got to pause thought for a moment, have a look, haven't you? Mm. Well, pause thought for a moment. And what can you say without a thought? Well, there's nothing wrong or right. No, there's nothing you say without thought. But again, you didn't fall apart. <laughs> you didn't disappear. No. So there's a being that says something there which you can't really grasp yes. or put a label on. That's what I say. You can't conceptualize or grasp it with the mind. Yes. So you realize that livingness, that essence, what I call it intelligence, whatever I call it, as soon as I open my mouth, it's going to be a concept too. Yeah. That's why we can only point you towards that intrinsic awareness. Is, you know, is with you constantly. It's there, effortlessly, unceasingly arriving. That's what we say. You'll never find the answer in the mind. That's what we believe we can do all the time. We never, for the life, you can never find the answer in the mind because, as we said before. It's prior to the mind, it can't, the mind can't contain it or grasp it, it contains the mind. So how do you go beyond the mind? You don't go beyond the mind, you are beyond That's it right now. <laughs> right now. I, I can sign yours. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, 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 right,
But we always went around that. Right now, you're present and aware, first and foremost. That's prior to any thought. So, realise that that's ceaselessly and spontaneously arising. Prior to any thought, you're beyond the mind. When you realise that, you know, as I say, you're an intelligent person. You found the answer to a lot of things, working it out, in your life. But you never found the answer to this. Now, wouldn't you conclude after a while, I haven't found the answer to that, and I'm not a dummy, maybe I'm looking in the wrong direction. Maybe the answer's not there. As soon as you come to that conclusion, you stop seeking for something that you already are. Just relax and it reveals itself to surface on it. Yeah. Reflections appear in it. Is there a concern about whether why there is a reflection there or not? No, it doesn't. Well is awareness concerned? No. It's only the idea in the mind that seemingly becomes concerned and wants to know, isn't it? Yeah. In the following audio clips, Bob shows what is there without thought. Firstly, there is no time. We've all been here, all the basics of it. Have you ever been there somebody else and somebody else? What did you get? Got all the answers? Um, no, I don't think all the answers. Hmm. But I suppose just, you know, in time you sort of understand different things. Yeah. Slowly, slowly. Well, you've got that concept of time. Slowly, slowly, can go on forever, can't it? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with right now? If you're not thinking about it. right now, is just fine. Right. See, grasp that right now is fine without thinking about it. You must realise from that thought. This is the only problem you can have, isn't it? Well, can you just talk about time? Time is life. Right? It's thought. Is there a past unless you think about it? Is it? Well, no. It's not. There's no future unless you think about it. That's right. So time is thought. And when do you ever think? Only presently. The actual thinking going on is presently, isn't it? Yes. So when we're thinking about the past, we're thinking about it presently. So there is no actual past. 
when you're thinking about the future, you're thinking about the present. People think, oh, I've got, you know, I can't stay in the now, which will go into the past, or I imagine the fear of the future. But you can never move away from present. No, you don't, obviously. No, never move away from present. It's always omnipresent. Time is a mental concept. Yes. But if I insulted somebody yesterday, and today I think that was a pretty crummy thing to do, I really should apologise. Yeah, let's see what you've done. Um, Today I think. Mm. You're thinking about the past. Mm. You're not back in the past. Ah, right, yes, yes. You can't live the past. You can't live the future. You can think about it. Mm. You can think about it presently. Actually presently. Always. Always presently, of course, yeah. Without thought. There is no conditioning. There's a functioning still happening without any mental image. There is an awareness there or a sense of presence there. Whatever term life is it? That's right, yeah. And what do you need to do to acquire that? Oh, well, you don't, do you? You don't? No. It's there of itself. Mm, yeah. Self arising. Self knowing. Timelessly and ceaselessly. Now, again, without a thought, what conditioning is there? So, go back to that. Without a thought, you're just that pure seeing, pure hearing, pure functioning. Isn't that so? Yes, yeah. So, where's your conditioning without this? True, yes. There isn't. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, people want to mm-hmm. try to analyse and get rid of their conditioning. Mm-hmm. The way they get rid of your conditioning is full stop. Full stop. Right here, right now, without the thinking about it, mm-hmm. there's no conditioning whatsoever. Just come back and settle with that and see it. See the truth, see the fact of that. Be the fact of that. And you see, it's futile trying to clutch onto it or latch onto it with a concept or a word or an idea or that. But basically, you can't, you can't get out of it. Whichever way you go in the mind, you can go into the past as far as you like, or you can imagine and anticipate the future as far as you like. You can create for yourself a heaven or a hell in the mind, or, or a realisation, or an enlightenment, or a resurrection. <laughs> you create all these things in the mind. Have you ever left that presence awareness? Without thought. There is no good or bad. There is nothing wrong. The title of the book is What's Wrong With Right Now If You Don't Think About It. To do that, you've got to pull up, say, well, what, what, and stop thought, for, if you just stop it for a second, for an instant. You realise there's not a thing you can say about it. But you can't deny the fact that it still is as it is. And as it is, you can't say it's good, bad, pleasant, or it's just what is. What is means it's unaltered, unmodified, uncorrected. Just like a camera will take a picture of everything in this room, just as it is. It doesn't say, I don't want that, or I'll have that bit in, that's more pleasant than the other. It's just taking it as it is, and this is what is happening in the functioning of the right now. It's all raised as it is. But then it's referred to the me, a memory, 
And from there, it's altered, modified or corrected with some preference, partiality or comparison. And all problems arise from that. Doesn't mean to say that these things won't go on. They go on, but you've got to see this clearly and understand it. And then the understanding of it, let it go and be not. There's no longer anyone or anything to be bound by it. Where before, in relieving it, there's that bondage to it. And the bondage itself is there. And that bondage is our problem. You know? That's our conflict. That's our resistance to it. <laughs> So, there's no concepts, no thought. No if there's no concept, no thought, what must be there? I don't want to intellectualise. Not a matter of intellectualising. Pause for a second and drop all thought. Just for a second. What can you say about it? You're not doing it, otherwise you wouldn't say there's no point in it. Just see, there's no thought, even for an instance, there's not a thing I can say about it, it's peaceful, or, or not peaceful, angry or fearful, good or bad, anything at all, without a concept. It's just pure awareness, and that's not intellectualising. That is the activity of knowing the functioning intelligence to see what, in all its immediacy, it's with all of us right now, and it's got no separate, it doesn't start here, nor there, or there, but it encompasses it all. What is wrong with right now, unless you think of it? And there's an instant pause while you try and look to see what is wrong. And you realise that before anything can be wrong, there's got to be thought. <coughs> Come back to that constantly. It's right here, right now, presently, there is nothing wrong, unless I think about it. What past is there, unless I think about it? What future is there, unless I think about it? The mind cannot make anything of that which you are. Somehow what you talked about hasn't I don't seem to have abandoned the eye. It, need, it hasn't been challenged substantially, like cut away at the knees or something. That seems to need to be challenged. Let's drop everything we've talked about and thought about. Let's sit there now. Uh, is there a way to see it? Yes. Full stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? See, what we immediately want to rush into the thought of thinking because that awareness is no thing to the mind, you know. The mind's full of sensations and reasoning and this, that, and this. It's a wonderful, it's displaying it in one way or another, all the thoughts, feelings, emotions. But cut all that away. It's clear, it's empty, it's lucid, and it's, it's, it's really vibrating there, pulsating through you now as that living there. Mm -hmm. But all of us are experiencing that awareness, well we are that awareness yeah. now and thought comes and goes like we're all thinking and talking yeah. about what's going on here but none of it at the moment's being referred to the self-centered necessarily yeah. but it's thought all, still happens yes of course, the cars still go by particularized, yeah. the cars still by, they're registered you know, it's movements in the room, sights and sounds, hearing, the feeling you know, you might 
Believe your foot is feeling your backside on the seat. Mm. It's all still functioning. And a lot of that was being referred to self-centre. Before I came in here, like for the first five minutes, I noticed I hadn't settled down and the mind hadn't really got fully involved in all this. But, uh, you know, I was still thinking about the trip up here and whether it had been better to have come this way rather than that way and maybe next time I'll do that. And the mind was still thinking about that, using memory and referring it to me there, I suppose. Mm. But now, now the mind seems to have got, well, it's not quiet, but it seems involved with what awareness is yeah. looking at. and that's what needs to happen. Mm. The focus needs to be from, you know, you are that awareness. Instead of focusing out there on what's been appearing on that mind and all this, which we conditioned to do, just come back to what you really are, that awareness which is nothing, and realise, expand that, and you realise it's you know, it's, it's just like using it like the metaphor of space that's space to grasp the car where do you go does the sound come to you or does the space is it in trying you know is there some particular thing where the sound comes to if you could you know if you're looking here you can't even see a head or ears no, that's right. that's but the hearing is happening yeah. and you realise if you realise it you know, there's more space around that sound than you're in it, and it's the vastness of space well the vastness of awareness so like, similar to the space using the metaphor, is encompassing all those sounds, not out there or in here, just a pure hearing, or pure functioning of it. Mm. How is it that one isn't satisfied with that? <laughs> not satisfied with it, because it is very subtle. It is very subtle. We're used to the sensations. And that's why we the continue sensation. to look out there for bigger and better sensations. Mm. Or, uh, again, imagining there's some straight big bang or something that happened with enlightenment or realisation, you know. Into the future all the time and I'll get it, you know. It'll be something that'll oh, all sort of imagination of what it'll be like. And that's what we continue to look for. We never stop with it, but stay with the subtleness of it. Stay with it. Here is an excellent sound clip that summarises what you have heard. And that's another way talk about it in the ancient scriptures they say neti neti not this not this and go through all all the, the different things until they're left with no thing that they can put a label on anymore and you can do that not this not this not this there comes a point when there is nothing you can label but again have you disappeared have you fallen apart And if there's a full stop there, instead of saying, no, what, go and trying to go into that and try and break that down, look for something, which keeps us doing it. A full stop there, realising that there is that bare, naked awareness there, and you must be that. And then what comes into some of the Buddhist scriptures, non-conceptual, ever-fresh, self-shining, presence awareness, just this, nothing else. And the translator, a beautiful Don Chen book translated now properly, but years ago it was translated through Evans Winston of an understanding. And the two see a totally different version of it. The title of it is Self Liberation Through Seeing with Naked Awareness. And in that naked awareness, awareness of stripped of all its concepts, just bare seeing. 
and drop your concepts right now. Just pause the thought for a moment. And does anyone stop seeing? That is a naked awareness, non-conceptualized, even if it's only for a brief instant. Get the taste of that, acquire the taste of that. See the subtleties in that. It's not some gross sensation like some big ecstatic state or some horrible, terrible drama or trauma or some anxiety or stress or some great love or whatever. Very, very subtle. Very, very subtle equilibrium, if you like, where nothing's wrong. An equanimity. You might understand what the ancients talked about when they called it the peace that passes all understanding. Meaning, it's not something that's to be grasped with the mind. No one has ever or will ever get peace of mind. Because the nature of the mind is to vibrate. It's a movement of energy. And if you look at your mind and watch it closely, it's constantly vibrating in interrelated opposites. See the good and bad, present, painful, past, future. Happy, sad, loving, hating. So the peace that passes all understanding is when the mind is not, again, pause that thought for a moment. What can you say about it without a thought, without a concept? In that very subtle seeming, no things, get the subtleness of that peace to see there, the uncontaminated natural state. Get the subtleness, you want to go back to it. You want to stay with it. You won't have to try, it'll naturally draw, you're naturally drawn back. But that's what we've been seeking all our lives. That's it for now from the Urban Guru Cafe. If you have any comments to make about this story or any ideas you would like to hear about, you can find our contact details at urbangurucafe.com. Thanks for listening. There is no duality in non-duality.